All right, and welcome to the next edition of Pardon Me, Alex. You're here with Alex. And Jacqueline. Hopefully uh, you can hear us better since we're not sitting in the same room. We found a new little recording digital device that we can record separately. So hopefully, you know, the sound will be better on this for everybody. So fingers crossed. Can only hope. I know, right? Oh, man. So it feels like I haven't seen you in forever. It has been forever. I know, but you had a you had a busy weekend this weekend. You went to Austin. Tell everybody about what you did this weekend. So months ago, I had agreed to run a half marathon this weekend with one of my friends from high school um, for his first half marathon. Um, haven't really been up to my training like I normally would be because I had some hip issues and some other stuff. And then, of course, this past week, I was like, deathly ill and sick. So, um, but like I said, it was his first one and I was really just running it run with him. So since I knew I wasn't going to be up to my normal speed, uh, you know, I told him I'd just run with him cause it was really more of just a support thing anyway. So it was right. fun. Uh, I think he ran about a minute faster pace than he intended on cause I kind of pushed him some. So, um, and it was a nice kind of relaxing, uh, run for me to not, not be, you know, like pushing it and trying to hit some PR or something and just kind of enjoy the, the run. So it was nice. It felt good. Um, I didn't die. I was kind of anxious that it was going to be really painful and unpleasant since I hadn't been feeling well and hadn't trained, but it was, it was good. Yeah. It was fun. That's good. I know. I'm glad you didn't die because I was, I was concerned. I mean, I knew, you know, your own body, so I wasn't like too concerned, but I was just like, Oh, she doesn't feel good. I hope it doesn't suck for her, but I'm glad it went good and uh, you didn't die because that would be no bueno. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. It was a fun was good. run, so I'll probably do it again next year. It was a fun weekend, so. Yeah, that's good. I There was also a few other people that I saw that had went, um, other friends of mine, other some other acquaintances I had saw on social media, they had went and ran the same race you did, so. Um, yeah, I actually knew a few other people who ran, but I didn't get to really like meet up with any of them because we had we had quite a crew because I ran, you know, with my yeah. friend Justin. And then so his wife and their two sons and then his daughter and his mother, oh, wow. and one of his nieces was there. And then also other like just everything converges all together in Nacogdoches. But Shakia and Justin went to school kindergarten through sixth grade together then Justin came to school at Douglas with me, 6th or 12th. So Shakia also came. So we just had a whole big group. Oh, my goodness. That yeah. sounds fun. That's great. <laughs> that is that is fun. My weekend, weekend was a little bit less, more low-key. Um, the only kind of big thing that I – well, on Friday night – I shouldn't say that. Let me back up. Friday night – I went to uh, Sunshine's house. Him and Ashley were, yeah, we're hosting their little, it was a Valentine's Day um, game night. And man, I had the best time. Obviously, I would have loved having you there too, because you would have had the best time. It was so fun. We played a bunch of really fun games. It looked fun. And I did appreciate the Snapchat from you and Lonnie. So I had a little (laughs) fun Oh yeah. We were having a good time. Um, we played, a, like I said, a bunch of fun games, like classic 
you know, board games like Tab- Taboo and like Cranium. Um, but we also played a new game called Code Names, and damn, that one was like, oh, that one was stressful. I'll have to explain it later when I have more time, but yeah, it was fun. And then on, and I probably drank way too many seltzers that night. I woke up with this mild headache, <laughs> but <laughs> I know. Um, and then on Saturday, me and the parents drove down to the woodlands to watch Zach play basketball. And man, he was on fire. He had like four threes. He took a couple charges. Like he, he's improved so much over the past few months. Like it's crazy. That is so exciting. I know. And so I, finally was able to talk to, you know, my brother and sister-in-law and like face to face and say like, you need to sign him up for the Keller basketball camp. Like you have to, yeah. um, he's, he's sticking with basketball. He likes playing basketball. He, he wants to improve. I was like, what better place to send him than just to bring him up here, you know, and he can stay with us for free and just go to the camp. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think he's going to do that this summer in June. So that'll be good for him. That'll be awesome. I know. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the game stuff. So obviously on Wednesday night, we played Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders, and we won. Yes. We did win. We did win. We got that revenge game. Booyah. That was, we needed that. We needed that. We Um, really did. That was big. Seriously, seriously did. Um, so we'll just go over a quick general history and background, even though we've already played them once. Um, we're not going to go over all of it, but just a few things. Uh, at the moment when we played them on Wednesday of last week, they were 7-15 and 15 overall, 3-9 and nine in conference. Um, you know, they had some big conference games. You know, they won versus um, Lamar. They won versus us, obviously, which, again, was our – this was our revenge game. They also lost to Nichols, UCA, um, let's see, Sela, close games. All of those were pretty close games. Um, let's see. What else? Did we already go over the match history last time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can – so 18 wins, six losses is our, the match history. Um Again, we've we've went over that stuff last time. So if you want to hear all of that, you can always go back and listen to the previous podcast. But yeah, so go ahead and go over our notes, my darling. All right. Um oh, hold on. Were you gonna do the Southland thing? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So anyway, we won the game 75-67. The current Southland standing. So we had an off weekend, and so our last game was on Wednesday. Um, some teams played on Saturday, so the standings as of today, Sunday, uh, of course, us being in first still, 13-1, and 5-1 and one at home, 8 no away. Um, we're on a nine-game win streak. Nichols is next second place. Abilene Christian is in third place. Nichols is 11-4, and four, and Abilene Christian's 10-4, so they're kind of neck and neck a little bit there. Um yeah, and Nichols is only one one more game. That's probably just because they've played one more game. Um, Sam Houston dropped to fourth. They're at ten and five. Northwestern nine and six. Uh, the rest of the pack is pretty far down. You got Central Arkansas eight and seven. McNeese seven and seven. So they're batting five hundred there, barely, barely. Um, <laughs> conference, yeah, but not on the season. On the season, they're uh, twelve and thirteen. So not quite. Um, 
Lamar is batting 500 on the season overall. They're 13 and 13, which is surprising. I was really thinking Lamar was going to be a lot better this season, just how well they played last year. But nah, oh well. I know. Uh, and then AM Corpus Christi, six and nine. UIW is not at the bottom of the pack anymore. Shout out to UIW. They are now four from the yeah. bottom, at five and nine. Um, HBU is three and 11. So uh, they've won three games, but they've also lost 20 games. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's <laughs> insane. Just insane. Uh, New Orleans is tied for last with Southeastern Louisiana. They're both three and 12. So. Goodness gracious almighty. I mean, just, I know. I mean, especially New Orleans at the bottom of the pack like that. Like at the bottom. I know. It was like two years ago that we had to scrape past them to win. I know. It's just crazy, 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 crazy. All right. So that is what the current Southland standings are. Of course, you know, next games are on Wednesday. So things might change a little bit, but hopefully not too much, especially towards the top. Yeah. Especially yes. not towards the top. Um, all right, <laughs> so I'll go into the Sean Kennedy stat section. And I still haven't posted the picture of his payment for the naming of his section, so I'll do that. But Yeah, he did pay, though. There was payment. Um, so field goal percentage is 51. Pretty solid. Uh, Three-point was 25, although their three-point percentage was higher than ours at almost 37%. So yeah. Not our best three-point performance, but whatever. Uh, free throws, 71.9. I'm happy with that. However, again, actually their free throw percentage was higher at 78. Um, yeah. Points in the paint, 44. Super thrilled with that. Uh, points off turnovers, 25. Second chance points, 14, which, again, I just feel like it's kind of low since we missed 24 shots. But anyway. Right. Um Fast break points, 24. Bench points, 12. Of course, we had a little bit shorter of a bench um, that game. Johnny didn't start or didn't play at all. Uh, total rebound, 34. Uh, 10 offensive rebounds and 24 defensive rebounds. Um, we had 23 fouls. They had 30. So, again, we were not – um, on top of the fouls, which is just shocking. I can't believe yeah. we've done this in a couple games. I know. I, I After that one newscaster made such a stink about how we get away with everything. Um, and, again, we don't get away with everything. We don't. I don't know where they're thinking we get away with everything. I am shocked to shit that our fouls for the last few games have been less than our opponent's fouls. But, again, we don't get away with everything. If anything, we get fouled way more than most yeah. in our league. But just lately, the past few weeks, our fouls have been, you know, either even and or a little bit less, which is shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Okay. It is shocking. Um, so we had 20 turnovers, uh, but we did force 25. So pretty good. Uh, we did we 14, 14 steals, um, four blocks, and our game leader was Gavin with 23 points, four rebounds, one assist. Um, Kevon was right behind him with 17 points, four rebounds, two assists, and four steals, but he did foul out. Um, and then Roddy and Nate were not far behind. Roddy had 11 points, um, literally had something in every stat. He had 11 points, three rebounds, five assists, two blocks, and six steals. Freaking solid game. 
Really from Roddy. Absolutely. Roddy. Nate had 10 points, eight rebounds, one assist, and three steals. Um, so almost almost everything. Uh now, okay, so I will say I watched and I was very glad before I launched into my feats of strength um that the game was available later on YouTube. Um, and of course, as you know, I, it was the same as the live feed. So there were like several spots where it went in and out. So I didn't get, oh, the- um, but I mean, it was, it was decent. I mean, I'm glad that they did have it for free on YouTube. So that was convenient. Um, right. I was able to watch it later because obviously live, I wasn't getting to catch all of it. Um, right. but anyhow, so my notes are somewhat limited more than usual. Since I didn't get to see all of it, but um, but Cam did. Start. I could probably fill in some holes a little bit. Yeah, so Cam did start since John was out, so I was glad to see him get to start. Um, I don't know what changed the. Well, I guess never mind. I'm answering my own question anyway. Um, let me just get my brain is still not like completely functioning. Um, so well, you I'm had getting a weekend and then you ran. So I mean, I, I think we'll give you a break for the moment. Yeah, it's not quite there. Um, but so Cam did start. So I was glad to see him get a start. Um, and he, you know, um, I mean, he didn't put up any huge numbers, but I, I felt like it was a good first start for him. Um, pretty decent game. He put in 20 minutes. Uh, one of seven from field goals. So I guess he did struggle a little bit. But, yeah, a little uh, bit, but, I, you know. Got a start under So... Um, glad for that. So then, um, just from the start, even though he was not the high point, I, I feel like Rati had the most solid performance. I mean, right from the start, he had a, a yeah. nice first two. Um, he had a super amazing steal and dunk. And obviously, as his stats show, like he was just all across the board. Um, anything that he could be doing, contributing to the game, like he was doing it. Right. Defense, offense, assists, scoring, stealing the ball. He was doing it all. Um, so that's probably my best, like, overall. Um, I felt like Charlie had a really couple of good, strong um, putbacks and offensive plays in that game. And Nate took a super awesome charge. But uh, definitely my overall for the game was I think Roddy just had a super well-rounded performance. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. Um, and – and yeah, I'm glad you were able to watch it on YouTube. Um, I wasn't sure just because the way it was being broadcasted and on the site, there was no like on-demand option. It was free, which is my first fee the strength. But in fact, it was free. I didn't have to pay a single dime, which you shouldn't have to pay a single dime to watch a freaking Southland Conference basketball game. Like, what? Is, I don't know who these people think they are. I don't get it. But, you know, anyway. Yeah. Let, yeah, let me go into my feats of strength. Um. Let's see. First of all, the announcer got David's last name right, which which was a shock to me, but he got it right. Um, it wasn't <laughs> I know. Um, let's see here. Rati had a nice block, and Calvin had a nice put back uh, early in the game. Uh, let's see. Nice screen and roll to the basket, Gavin. Um, let's see. The first half was kind of struggling a little bit. Um, it wasn't super like the best first half I've ever seen, but I really think that during halftime, we made some adjustments and changes and really came back, um, strong in the second half. So there was a nice turnover, um, created by Kevon and he 
came back and dunked it towards the end of the first half. Uh, some very clutch free throws from Cal- from uh, Kivon as well. Um, and then let's see here. What else did I write on my notes? Played a lot better defense and creating turnovers. Um, out of the break, we were leading 45-36 at about the 15-minute mark. Um, Nate had a nice rebound, offensive rebound and put back. So he did really well on the boards there. Um, we were starting to draw fouls and really trying to like put on the pressure a little bit. Um, I have a lot of grievances though, about the feed itself. Don't even get me started. Like, Oh yeah, I know me too. Oh my God. Um, Gavin scored and drew a foul. Let's see. Um, Nate had another offensive rebound and put back. So he was, again, like I said, really good on the boards. Um, Gavin just at the end of the game, just turned it on hardcore and was just dominating, dominating under the basket. That's where I think a lot of his 23 points came from, um, were towards the end of the game and all of it in the paint. I mean, just all of it, um, way better the second half, like, holy crap. Like again, Got the win, got the dub, but to get there, we had to get through a really rough first half. But, um, yeah, let me – we'll get there with the, with the grievances here in a second. But I'm telling you, man, holy moly, that first half was really rough to watch. And I was at work because we had class, and then I decided, well, I don't want to miss anything. So I just stayed at work literally all night basically it felt like, and was watching the game in my classroom on my big projector feed. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome though. Well, for when yeah. it was actually playing the game. Yeah. When it, when the feed was actually working, which yeah, get, let's do the grievances. That way we can, we can talk about okay. this and I'm going to go on forever about this, but oh boy. All right. So let's go on to Jacqueline's favorite and your favorite. Cause you hate it. You love to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> with the airing of grievances I got a lot of problems with you people I don't care how many times I hear that I still crack up every time every time so good okay so my first one and this is actually so funny because apparently last year I think we played Texas A&M Corpus Christi there on Valentine's Day yeah and on Friday my time hop was me tweeting making fun of them because they on the live feed they were saying that uh like the first 100 fans who came to the game or something got a carnation or something like that and I was like so I'm guessing everyone got one and one for their mom because there was like no one there (laughs) and (laughs) so I was like you're telling me everyone at the game got one and one for their mom um but then this year they were saying they were having like a nineties night or something. Yeah, it was a nineties night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but so they were giving away fanny packs. And I yeah. was just like, who the F are they giving these fanny packs away to? Because there's no one in the stands. Like I know. I I, I made a note of that too, because they apparently said they had a good turnout and a good crowd. But the way that the camera was facing, there was absolutely like no one well, there was five people it showed like a good half at least of the side that the camera was on as well as the whole other half and like it was both of the sidelines and they were both empty so like unless there was a shit ton of people packed in the baseline like there was freaking no one at this game like no one. but apparently according to their attendance records there was 1500 people there no effing way 
Like, are we counting the, the players and the officials and all the staff and like every custodian on the payroll? I think like, I don't know. All the fanny packs that they bought because there was literally <laughs> 1,537 people there, according to the uh, game notes on the website. But where oh, these 1,500 people came from, don't know. I mean, were they were they ghosts? Were they were they tiny little leprechauns? Like, who were they? Maybe they're counting like the Hall of Honor people on the wall or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> there, there was not there was not fifteen hundred people there. Um, freaking no one in the stands. Anyways, okay. So I just I want to know. I, I want one of the extra fanny packs. I do too because I feel like that's just not even like. What do these fanny packs look like too? That I mean, and first of all, what kind of budget do you have that that many people are getting fanny packs? Like, like it's a fanny yeah. pack. Like unless they were like made of like recyclable paper or something. <laughs> like fanny packs are not cheap. Like what do you, I don't? Oh my god. Yeah, we need we need to know. Um, and then of course. Yeah. So my next one, sad, obviously that Johnny was out, but I'm sure maybe since they had an off weekend that he'll be back Wednesday night. So I know because I hadn't, when I tuned into the game, obviously I'm listening to the Anum Corpus Christi feed. I wasn't listening to Rob's feed yet. So they really weren't being very explaining the tutorial, whatever with the feed and talking about why Johnny wasn't in the game. So I, whenever I logged onto Rob's feed, at one point he did say like, Oh, this is why Johnny's not playing. And it took me forever. I was like, damn, he's on the sidelines. He has something on his leg. Oh, what's wrong? So yeah. I, yeah. Ankle injury. We didn't know that until later, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next grievance was I literally have like not watched a game in years where the officials have had so many questions and I don't even know what, they were confused about. So at the beginning of the game, apparently there was like some hold up because the guy, I don't know, one of their guys was wearing a gray shirt under his white jersey yes. and that yes. Yes. he had to switch to white or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't, it took way too long. It was way too like Yeah. He, he had on, he, he needed to have a, let's see, everybody was in like white, I think. And he had on a gray jersey and he had to change his jersey color. Like how the, are you wearing the wrong jersey color? Well, I think it was like the Under Armour type shirt he was wearing under it. But like, I don't know why gray wouldn't be acceptable under white because that's pretty much white. But anyways, I guess they were counting. Why are they being sticklers about if it's the undershirt? Who the hell cares? Yeah, I don't I don't know. And then there was some other issue within like the first four minutes of play that they had this like three minute long stop. And I'm just like, what the hell are we talking? I don't even know what you're talking about or what you're trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Get yeah, together. I don't know what was happening. Um, that was kind of annoying. <clears throat> and then, of course, as we were talking about, so I have two different grievances on the filming. Because first of all, the feed like went in and out several times. Where it was just either a blue or black screen, oh, and was nothing so was bad. happening. So bad. But but even when it was filming, it was like this person who was filming it would forget to pan the camera all the way over, so you were only seeing like the top of the, like the top of the key to half court and you weren't seeing what was happening in the lane. Like you weren't seeing the full like scan yeah. of what's going on offensively, yeah. like pan yeah. the rest of the way over. We can't see what's happening. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I even, I made note of that multiple times. I honestly said like, 
what is this? And then like they had a camera angle from behind the basket. Like who, why, who in their, I don't know how to say this without like being a complete and total like jerk of off, but nobody wants that angle. Nobody, nobody wants the angle from literally like the floor angle up to the basket on the baseline. Like nobody wants that angle. I want to have a full court view of the angle of the, of the game. Like I feel like it was amateur hour behind the damn camera. Like they had like a five-year-old toddler behind the camera trying to pan it back and forth and zoom in. It's just, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was not, not good at all. Um, Okay. My next one was, and I grieve about this all the time, but freaking, we gave them so many wide open threes. And I think that's why their three point percentage is higher than ours. Cause I mean, there were just several that were just wide stinking open. Um, And again, again, poor Calvin struggled with his free throws. Like, yes, we talked, I mean, we've talked about this like the last five games, but I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what he needs to do, but he needs to work on them because uh, he was zero of two. Um, And even the announcers were like, it's like he's throwing a dart. Oh my God. I laughed so hard because it really is. Like, there's no arch, there's no touch, there's no spin on the ball. It's like he's just freaking throwing it up there at a dartboard. Like, got to work on the free throws. I don't know what to do for him. Um, But, yeah. Um, Okay, my last two, and I grieve about this one all the time, too, but freaking Gavin dribbling on the block is going to be the death of me. I just, when you were all the way down there, there is no need for him to put the ball on the floor. And he turned it over at least like twice doing that. Yeah, um, he did. Just pointless. And then this one, I literally, I don't even know what happened. And like, I had to laugh because it really was funny, but I felt bad for him because I don't really know what happened. But there was like one point where Keller was going to run and like get up in the referee's grill about something. And he accidentally freaking ran into him and That's like knocked him over. Yes, that's where I had written that too. Then he gets up and is like, okay, obviously that was an accident. Like, yeah, he was going to go, like, get in his grill and complain about something, but he didn't mean to freaking knock the dude over. He just had so much, like, uh, inertia go that he ran into him. Yeah. It was super delayed reaction. The guy got up and, like, five seconds later, like, tees him up. And I'm like, why are you teeing him up now? Like, he didn't knock you over on purpose. Unless, like, Kevin said something to him, like, under his breath, which, again, we weren't there, so I we don't know exactly, like, why it was such a delayed tee. But that was such, that was absolutely ridiculous. Like, why are you going to tee someone up, like, just for running in? Like, it wasn't on purpose. Why, I mean, why well, would I love that word Because, I mean, it was, like, comical, the fashion yeah. that he, like, ran into him and knocked that yeah. dude down. I was so pissed off. Like I was like in all crap caps, like F off. Like how, like that makes no sense. Why would you do that? Why, why, why? It, it, it again, it was not on purpose. It's so bad for him. I know. I know. But it was, it was funny. I was like, let me play this back. I got to watch that again. Rewind. <laughs> again. Rewind. I was, glad. I was glad for the rewind on that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was the last, last grievance. Oh, okay. Um, so a few others. 
I don't know if you mentioned it, but we didn't get the tip as per usual. Uh, yeah, yeah. Per usual. as per usual, didn't get the tip. Um, in the beginning of the game, there was a BS personal foul on David um, that they really didn't explain or why he had a personal foul. I don't know if you saw that or, or yeah. if you remember that, but I don't know what the personal foul was. And it just seemed kind of ticky tacky and obviously kind of unnecessary. I, what the per the personal foul I think wasn't ever they let there was like a loose ball or a and David went to like dive for it and maybe he like sat on the kid for too long or I don't know like but everybody like there's like five players going for the ball so why did they decide to give the personal foul to David of all people the smallest little kid on the damn court <laughs> you know like that what was yeah. the point of that? you know um Cam had the ball literally snatched out of his hand like a couple times. He just didn't have good ball security. The other, I just don't know why. Uh, we had way too many turnovers in that first half. There were too many tur- turnovers um, in general, but we had a bunch in the first nine minutes that were just unnecessary turnovers, um, including the fact that we would shoot up some really crap shots. Like we were taking almost desperation shots at one point, taking crap threes, mainly from Cam had a bunch of really just crap shots that had no chance of going in. And because of that, we didn't get the rebound, which then caused them to go down the court and score. Um, It just made no sense. I mean, then when we were creating turnovers, we wouldn't capitalize on the turnover. You know, half the time we would get the shot and half the time we wouldn't. So it just, it just wasn't, you know, as productive as it, what it should have been. Kevon had a humongous air ball. That was just egregious. Yeah, I did see that. It was really bad. Really, really bad. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Kevon miss that badly all season, but it was bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just mentioned multiple times that Cam was taking bad shots. I just, he just was not on, um, on Wednesday night. I don't know what he was doing. I, I just, I literally have no idea. There was a also another egregious no call on a travel on the Islanders, and I was about ready to crawl through that computer screen and kick that official's ass because it was just very obvious. Um, and then after the first, and then after halftime, we come out, and literally that's when all of our fouls started racking up. I feel like was in the second half, like because we were getting called for almost every single like breathing on the guy. It was just, bleh. it was not good. <laughs> defense in that first couple minutes out of the half. Um, And then we started kind of settling down a little bit, but we did let them come back in the game. It was just ridiculous. And then that feed, that feed, man, we were losing our minds on social media over that feed, losing our minds there. I mean, ridiculous. I just don't, if you're going to have a feed, what again, I thank them for having the the free feed. Thank you very much. But if you're going to have, feed at least make sure that it works and if you're having technical difficulties maybe post on social media that you're having technical difficulties rather than just letting everybody kind of sit there and be like well what the shit what's going on yeah you know stewing about it the whole time you know and it happened not just once not just twice but multiple times throughout the entire game you know i understand you having like some issues with the connectivity maybe once or so but not three, four or five times throughout an entire game. Just and it seems- was for like 
multiple minutes every time it happened. Oh, yes. Like at least two or three minutes, maybe more each time. So it was just unnecessary interruption within the game. And I guess we're just kind of spoiled a little bit when it comes to good feeds and, you know, good technology for watching the Lumberjacks play because that was just, again, I appreciate the live feed of that, but that, I mean, the live feed was dog shit. Yeah, it was, it was not the best at all. Probably the worst we've had all season. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to have that bad of a feed, you know, I don't, let's see what's worse having a crappy feed that goes in and out every five seconds or having to pay $6. (laughs) I'd rather pay the six bucks. You're right. I'd rather pay six bucks too. (laughs) You're right. Oh man. That was my last grievance. Again, we came out with the win, which was what was important. And especially on the road to a team that we had lost to previously. So we really needed to win on the road and um, we did. So that's all that's really important. Again, a lot of things that are changeable and fixable leading into the last few weeks here of the season, because I mean, it's already almost the end of February and then, before we know it, it'll be March Madness time, baby. Let's yeah, it's literally right around here. Which is crazy to me. I feel like the season just started like yesterday. But no, me too. I know it's been it's been so quick. Like I feel like the season has gone by in a literal blink of the eye. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Okay, so let us move on to what do you mean captions? So this we have a great one. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you want to explain the picture? Yeah, so we have you can see in the huddle, we have sitting down, we have Charlie's back, kind of the side of Calvin's head, and David looking on. And then behind them standing, we have Johnny just kind of looking in, and Nate's literally like mid. I don't know, like open mouth face looking at John Mm -hmm. and uh, like he's like he's thinking or saying something to John for sure. So we have uh, Megan commented again um, as Nate and hey, did anyone remember my jersey this game? (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Since he had his jersey ripped last game. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Then we had. Go ahead. Do Shelly. Yeah. You know, you do it. uh, Shelly saying for Bane, Nate saying to John, I want the purple toenail polished. What about you? And she says, they look like they're getting pedicures and the guy down at the bottom are doing the painting, which is kind of funny because it, I mean, I get what she's saying. <laughs> I get what she's saying too. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, and then the next one we have is from Dennis and he says, uh, Como, is that the best dunk you can come up with? Which is pretty <laughs> I mean, again, you have to make sure you guys are looking at these pictures because as we're reading the captions, it makes sense when you're looking at the picture or you're checking out the picture if you saw it on Instagram and on Facebook. And then the last one is probably the funniest one because I'm, yeah. I'm and I'm such a small child when it comes to like fart jokes. So Dylan Rod says uh, like farts. <laughs> Bane. John, I know that was you. Como. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> Ah, I love it. About his face, like, what did you just do? I love it. Yeah, literally, that's exactly what the face looks like. So that's why I was cracking up when I saw Dylan put that quote. Because first of all, again, I'm a small child. Anything about fart jokes cracks me up. And 
because it just fits so perfect. So definitely Dylan. Oh my God. That's the best one. I love it. Absolutely love it. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So kind of did the podcast pretty quick tonight, went through it all really fast for you guys. Um, Just some few upcoming announcements and random things we got going on Um, next week. Well, this week coming up here, uh, home game on Wednesday versus UCA. So University of Central Arkansas at 630. Um, I will be a little bit late again because I have class, but it'll be the last time that I'm running late. Um, So thankfully, that'll be the last one. Um, Yay. Yay. I know. Uh, and then Saturday we have a home game or not. We don't, it's not a home game. I'm sorry. Saturday is at UIW. So university of incarnate word. Um, so that is an away game in San Antonio. So if you have the means and you have the time to travel to San Antonio to go watch them play at an incarnate word, their game is at four fifteen on Saturday. So, um, if you got the time, and you got the means. And hmm? it's a double and the ladies play it too. So if you're going to go, that's right. You might as well make it a whole weekend or at least like a overnighter, you know? Yeah. I'm going to make the trip for that one. So I'm going to go watch both of the games. Oh, you are? I didn't know if you were going to go 100% or not. Okay, good. Yeah, I decided I am. So I'm going to go spend the weekend with my godparents in uh, the Wimberley and then just drive over to San Antonio Saturday. At least one half of us will be there. Good. Okay. I would be going with her, but the only thing is, is that I have, um, we have some, well, you know, they're all of our friends, but some of our friends are coming in to town on Friday night because Lone Star, the country band is playing at Benita Creek Hall. And so they're coming in for the weekend. And so a bunch of us are all going on Friday night and then staying the weekend. And so, you know, it'd be kind of weird if I just kind of ditch them with my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a big group. So y'all, I mean, like uh, to come to NAC and play, so it'll be a good concert yeah Yeah. i mean they're they're pretty popular country band of the late 90s and 2000s so um that they got some of those hit songs baby i'm amazed by you you're welcome um (laughs) i know jacqueline doesn't know country but i was hoping maybe she knew at least that song no dang it oh no sorry to disappoint darn it it's okay um but coming up though the next Saturday home game on, I believe, is that the 28th or the 29th? The 29th. Okay, yeah. Because on the 28th on Friday, we have our alumni board meeting. Um, and then that night is the Sportsman Social at Meadow, Meadow Ridge uh, Gun and Gun Range and Archery in town. So if you're coming, it's going to be a good weekend to come into Nacogdoches for that weekend because um, you can go to the Sportsman Social on Friday night. Um, you do not have to be a alumni member or a alumni at all, or even an SFA fan to attend. But I do recommend that you go because not only will you hang out with me, and hopefully Jacqueline will be there, right? Of course. Yeah. Um, but you can go shoot some guns, pew, pew, pew. And you can get to hang out with SFA Athletics because I believe that is also the SFA Basketball Reunion Weekend. And yeah, it is. Yes, and so they're planning on being there that night. And plus, it also helps benefit and support ROTC. So we also would like to do that and help support our uh, many fine women and men that are in ROTC at SFA. Um, And then on Saturday is another doubleheader. 
Um, and I believe they're selling tickets for that game at, it was like at $14 um, for both the men's and women's games together. And I, God, I'm trying to remember who we played that weekend. Uh, Lamar. Lamar. I was going to say, I was like, I knew it started. I knew it was like one of the Cardinals. I didn't know if it was UIW or Lamar. Um, yeah. So come out for that weekend guys. Um, and it's also member, uh, alumni member night at the game that weekend as well. And so if you're an alumni member, either a life member or annual member, you can get in for a discounted rate and or get free tickets by being a member. So what do you do if you have not come back yet? Um, that might be the weekend to come back. And there might be some more rumblings of maybe getting another little tailgate together that game too. Not sure if that's going to happen or not. But if anything, you know, we'll be in the parking lot. Grab a cool happening. We'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's just me and Jacqueline, we'll just sit in my car again for two hours and drink beer in my car. (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) Get it done. Anyway. All right. So hopefully you guys have had a great weekend. I know we both did and uh, that you have a good week and hopefully you'll be able to come to the game on Wednesday at 630 versus Central Arkansas and uh, hope to see you there. So be square. That's it. All right. That's it. That's the end. Make sure you're always following us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And like I said, always remember, Axum Jacks. With Alex and Jax.